Welcome to Ambo TV. No, I am not Dean Windsor, but I'm your special host, Brooke Gurley. And with me in studio is a special guest, Michelle Medlock Adams. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me today. Of course. I'm so excited. So you're like a prolific author, like 70 books. <laughs> you sold 4 million books. It's just crazy. And now you have another one, yes. Platinum Face. So first of all, the title, how'd you come up with it? I love it. Thank you so much. Well, my co-author and I, Bethany Jett, we have a business called Platinum Literary, okay. and, and, and trying to figure out what to call our literary business that would stand out among the rest. We did a lot of research on the name, and she actually came up with Platinum because it's top shelf, and it's rare, and it's valuable, and it can withstand the heat, lots of cool things about it. So our agent, we shared the same agent, Kyle Young, made this appointment for us in Florida at this writer's conference with an, an editorial director, and we were supposed to pitch a book, but we didn't have a book to pitch. Oh. We'd already sold our mom book, which comes out next month, and so we had to go and not be stupid. <laughs> we don't have anything to pitch. So at two in the morning, we were texting back and forth. And I said, what about doing Platinum Faith? Because all those things that we loved about it for our business applies to our faith. And it was just like the heavens open, the angels saying we knew that was it. Mm -hmm. And that was the beginning of our Platinum Faith journey. Awesome. And so in the book, you use the properties of platinum to pull out like examples of our faith and how we should live our faith. So can you give us some kind of... Yeah, sure. There, so that we have 12 different properties of platinum. Okay. There are probably more, but those are the ones that we really researched. Mm -hmm. I was a journalism major, so I'm all about the research. It was so much fun. Um, so a couple of them that we talk about is platinum is very precious. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most precious metals. It's very valuable, much more than like even white gold and of course sterling silver. It can withstand the heat up to 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, wow. So, which is, you know, we all we want all these characteristics in our lives. It's also very malleable, so you can shape it mm -hmm. to different things. And one of my favorite things, it's so useful. Um, it, it's used in cancer-fighting drugs. It's okay. used in smoke detectors, um, dental implants. I mean, catalytic converters, like lots of things that you wouldn't think about. Well, I think of platinum, I think of a beautiful piece of jewelry. I mean, that's most girls. Right. Oh, Ring. platinum, yeah, yeah ring exactly. setting, right? That's, that's the ultimate. But it's used in so many other things. And so as we looked at all these different characteristics, it really did apply to our faith. For instance, with the useful, there's many times in our lives where we might feel like we're the smoke detector platinum. Like nobody knows we're there right, until right. we're needed. Then, then you know we're there. Um, but you know, it's life saving, the, mm -hmm. the stuff in smoke detector. And same, and, but other times we had this like shiny exterior where we're maybe like a platinum ring setting where we're out front doing things. But other times we're in the back behind the scenes. And so not one is more useful than the other. Mm -hmm. I think it's in 1 Corinthians 12 where it talks about all the different uses. Mm -hmm. You know, like the ear can't say to the eye, right. I want to be an eye and vice versa. And so that's what we're encouraging people in that chapter is, you're useful to the kingdom. God has a plan for you, Amen. but just be the best ear you can be. Don't try to be the eye. Right. You know, if you're a smoke detector, that be that. Exactly. Be the best. Don't try to be the ring setting. But God's got a plan for you. So um, we've we've got some great you know testimonies. People saying that really resonated with me. I feel like I'm in a smoke detector season of my life. You know, I'm like I hear you. I've been there. Yeah. Amen. And you also say that faith and becoming having platinum faith faith is a process. So can you like explain that process? Because it can be very challenging. You are so because if you're supposed to be the smoke detector and you want to be out front shiny, yes. you know, how do you deal with all of that? And that's and that is hard. We we do talk about that in the book. That sometimes that's that's the comparison trap we fall into. Right. Is you know, as women I think more even than than men will look at the someone who maybe is a praise and worship minister or, mm -hmm. you know, really walking in their calling and shining brightly for Jesus and we're in the nursery. <laughs> I mean, we've all done the nursery and you think, okay, does God even know I'm still here? Like, am I really doing anything important? Right, right. But you are just as important. I think no matter what your calling is, there will be seasons where you're more up front and center and seasons where you're more behind. I do a lot of ghostwriting for, you know, celebrities and different people and, and it's a great privilege to help them tell their stories. But no one knows I do this. I mean, I can say it, but I can never tell you who or I'd kill you. You know, I can't tell you. Right, right. <laughs> but, but no one knows that I'm out there doing that. And so that's a 
that's being behind the scenes, but still being a blessing to somebody. God's still using my calling, but it's in a quiet way. Mm -hmm. Other times I get to do a book and talk about it, or my name's in the front cover, but it's the same calling. And so you can't compare yourself to that praise and worship minister if you're in the nursery and think, I just wish I could be like that. No, be the best who God called you to be for this season. Mm -hmm. And then the, the process, you're exactly right, it can be really daunting. It, uh, we right. talk about often in the book, it's progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. I mean, each of us are given a measure of faith that tells us that in the Bible, right? Right, right. Absolutely. But that also says we are attaining from glory to glory, meaning that what we have now with faith, we can actually build on that. We can actually grow closer to God and walk a more consistent walk of faith. But that's why they call it the good fight of faith, because it's not easy. Absolutely. absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. So what do you say to someone who is struggling with their faith, which I have been there myself, where I'm like, some days I'm like, yes, God can do anything. I'm like the three Hebrew boys. Yes. The other days I'm like John the Baptist in jail, like, uh, is he really the one? You know what I mean? Like, is that really the person? So what do you say to someone who's struggling in that process? And I think you're right. For being honest, all of us have been there where we're like, God, are you still there? I was, did you go on vacation? Like not, not leave a forwarding? Like, I don't understand. Exactly. We feel like he's left us, but he hasn't. I think during those seasons where you're waiting, you know, you're waiting on God to open the door. You're sometimes you, you haven't heard anything in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I always we talk about this in the book too. It's time just to get, let really do like a word check, like get in the Word. Mm. You know, just just find yourself in the Word. All those promises. Um, one of the first chapters of the book is about it being precious. Platinum is precious, and as soon as we find out how precious we are to God, kind of everything else hangs on that. If you know that He loves you so much with the unconditional love, you know, and that He's removed your sins as far as the east is from the west, and that nothing, it says in the Bible, can separate you from His love. Once you figure all that out and you really meditate on those promises, everything else sort of just falls in the line. Mm -hmm. That's why we start with the platinum being precious. Just knowing that your faith, your, your relation with God, is the most precious thing to you, and it is to Him, and you are important to God. No matter if you, what your feeling is, because we don't go by feeling, right. we yes. go by faith. So just don't worry about what you're feeling. Just get in the Word, stand on some of those promises. I always say, find your promise and stand on it. And when having done everything else, says what to stand. To stand, yes. therefore, yes. yes. Amen. So then I was going to ask you that. So in the book, you also said we need to rehearse the victories that we have, and we need to find those promises. So are there certain scriptures that you go to to remind yourself? So one for me, I know, is Luke 1, verse 37, where it says, With God nothing shall be impossible. Amen. And so are there any verses for you that really resonate? That is such moment? a good question. One of my favorite verses, kind of my life verses, Jeremiah 29, 11. Amen. Where I know the plans. That's on my wrist oh, right now. Oh, I love that. I know my I may mom be stealing that as we leave. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's from um, Israel, I believe. My oh, I love is. that. Yeah. Got to get one of those. Because, you know, he, I, I meditated the fact that God has a plan for me. Mm -hmm. Even in the times where I don't know if he does, if I'm not feeling it. And it says it's a good plan. Mm -hmm. A good plan. I know, and God's good is amazing. Right. You know, good in our vernacular kind of just like is average. Oh, it's good. Excellent, but this is like the best good ever. <laughs> His plan for you is amazing, and you're going to love it because He put those desires in your heart. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I often meditate on that. And then also, I'm kind of with you. Nothing is impossible with Him. Mm -hmm. And I know if He's called me, He's going to equip me. Amen. So just knowing those truths and standing on those in the hardest of times and knowing that He hasn't forgotten about you and that you are important and that if you're going through one of those times where you're in the fire, you know, like we all go through those seasons where there's something hard. Mm -hmm. And we just went through one with our family. My little grandson was diagnosed with a brainstem tumor. And, you know, that. when you get those kinds of calls, nobody's ready for that. Mm -hmm. Nobody is, you can say that you're all prayed up and all that, but when, when you get a call from your daughter sobbing saying that your 14-month-old grandson has a brainstem tumor that's inoperable, that's going to shake you a little bit. Wow. So you have to know in your knower that God is good and that His character is not on, it's, it's not up for debate. He's a good God no matter what happens in this. And that's what we call having all-in faith. 
-hmm. platinum faith, just knowing, Lord, I trust you in this. I'm believing for, for his name's Bear. For Bear's complete and total healing. Yeah. He's our little miracle in the making. But whatever happens in this, you're still God, I still love you, and I trust you, and I have all in faith in the situation. I think finding those promises and just making that declaration to hear yourself say, Lord, I have faith. I am believing you. I'm trusting you, whatever I'm going through, because faith comes by hearing. We have to say it. Right, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Now, this book also has great questions at the end of the chapters. Thank you. So, is that something that you intend for this to be like a devotional or a Bible study or a woman's study? Who's sort of the audience for your book here? It, you know, we wrote it specifically for women, but we've had several men tell us that they picked up their wife's copy or a couple editors who were men say, I know you wrote this for women, but I loved it. I'm like, well, that's good to know. But it was, it's really written for all women, a women of faith. And what we're hoping is that maybe they'll take it to their churches mm -hmm. and do Bible study. In fact, my best friend Angie, who came with me today, their church is doing it as a Bible study coming right. up in, in January. So it's great for also just personal introspective study. If you're just going to have your journal nearby and, you know, look at those questions and just let God love on you a bit, write down some answers. Where I just did a book signing in Michigan, oh. and one of the ladies who brought her book had bought it off of Amazon and brought it for me to sign. And there were notes, you know, all scribbled in the sides and oh, dog-eared and highlighted. And I yeah. think, oh my goodness, that's so great. So yeah, we want you to get in this book. It's not one that's supposed to just be pretty, although it's pretty on the outside. Mark it up and meditate and circle. And so get yourself, um, and I always just get a journal that I like it to match right next to it, right? So you can answer those questions. Awesome, and I see too also in the book, you have like the properties of platinum and then the promises of platinum you sort of outline. Is there a reason you wanted to do it that way or is it? And that we really prayed about how to organize, you know, we had the idea for the book. We knew we wanted to cover all 12 um, properties of platinum and get into some of the science of that because that's interesting. But how do we apply this to our faith? And so we wanted to make sure we brought out all the Bible characters, the different Bible stories that really showed each aspect of platinum faith. Mm -hmm. So that's why we had the platinum promise. Those are those promises you stand on and the process, of course, and then the project. We always have a project at the end exactly. for you to really drive home whatever it is we're trying right. to, to teach you here. And we say in the book, you know, I have a journalism degree, and Bethany has, I think, criminal justice and a marketing degree now, a master's. Oh, wow. we, um, we're not, we didn't go to seminary, but we've both been in the Word our whole lives and have studied it. And so we are also, we're in this progress, not perfection state as well. We're all attaining to, to this platinum phase. So we're nowhere near here. We're like, you need to be just like us. <laughs> we're, you know? we're perfect. No, yeah, that's right. We've got yes. this going on. No, we're like, listen, we're in the trenches with you. And we know how you're feeling. And we've been there. And if you're there now, here's, here's how you get out of that hole. Here's how you get out of that pit. Here's what God says to do. And here's how we can, we can go with you and hold your hand through this. It's really like we want people, the women who read this, to, to just know that we're right there with you. It's like we're having a cup of coffee, chatting about it, having an ugly cry if we need to, whatever it is. Right. That's yeah. so awesome. So which one of, out of the 12 properties would you say is your favorite or one that really resonates the most with you? Wow. That's, no one's asked me that. That's a good question. I think... Gosh, probably the the one that has meant the most to me is the precious one. Mm -hmm. Just because when I go to minister at women's conferences and things across the United States, um, many times when women are down front and we're praying with mm -hmm. them, the thing I often hear the most is that they just they just don't feel like they're worthy enough mm. that God could love them or that He could have a plan for them. They don't feel they don't feel it. And you know, again, we don't go by feeling. But um, for me, I think what, what helped me is that my dad, he's gone to heaven now, his name's Walter Medlock. Mm -hmm. He was just this amazing, loving dad. And so it was easy for me to be able to receive the love of my heavenly father mm -hmm. because I had such a loving dad who, you know, spoke truth into me every day and built me up and told me, you know, Michelle, you can do anything. Um, a lot of women didn't grow up with that. They didn't mm -hmm. have that, that support system from their earthly father. So it's harder for them to understand 
how their Heavenly Father could love them. And right. so we, I often minister about that. Um, a story that I have in the book about being precious is when my dad passed away, we all had to help my mom kind of get things together and sell some things. Mm. And I was in his bedroom, I was helping out, and he had this one drawer that if you would touch it, like, he'd be, are you in my special drawer? <laughs> it's like, you know, all these treasures are in there. And I mean, I used to always want to get in there and get like quarters when I was going through, you know, middle school to get, to feed the Pac-Man machine back in the day. Right. And I had all these IOU notes. Sorry, I took, you know, two more dollars and quarters. But he didn't even hear very well, but he would always hear if you were in that drawer. That's so hilarious. when he passed it, I said, I know, right? He's buying a caring for that drawer. Yeah. I said, mama, I'll, I'll go through daddy's chest of doors. I want to get in there. Yeah. So um, I, all these years, I wonder what was in this one little lockbox in there. So I got it open. And I was expecting to find like, I don't know, stock to Apple or something like amazing, right? I'm like, what is it that dad's got in here? Something amazing, because he would never let us in there. And all I found were three little hospital bracelets, two pink ones and a blue one. Oh my God. That's all that was in this lockbox. And it was, my maiden name is Medlock. Medlock girl, Medlock girl, Medlock boy. My sister and my brother and I, that was my dad's greatest treasure was our hospital bracelet. Well, I sat and wept like a baby. I even keep it with me, um, it's in my purse. And I think the thing about knowing how much my earthly father loved me, how much more so mm-hmm. does our heavenly father. So once you go in, you find those little hospital bracelet promises throughout the Bible. There's so many about how much he loves you and how worthy you are to him. And now you're the apple of his eye. We're daughters of the most high king. When you really get that and that resonates in your heart, kind of the, the faith walk becomes a much easier because you trust who's leading the faith walk. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So this is one of the, I have two more questions. So um, we're a sermon network and so we highlight pastors. So I wanted to ask you, is there a particular pastor? Because I saw that Victoria Osteen wrote your forward. So is there a particular pastor or sermon that really has uh, ministered to you throughout the years? Uh, The Osteens have been big impact in my life. Both her husband, Joel and Victoria, good friends and amazing pastors, I think. And they really are the real deal. Love them. So obviously they have definitely spoken into my life. There was a time when my dad was in the hospital before he passed and we were, I would just, I'll, I'll never forget this day because it was such a monumental day. They were putting his feeding tube in. They mm-hmm. told us it was on, you know, he would never eat again. Other th- just a really hard day. Right. And my mom was in the hospital room with him. My sister and I were in the, the, the lobby of the hospital, kind of in the, it was all by ourselves. And they had, they had this TV on that had Joel Osteen on there. And I mean, I knew of him and I, I'd seen his dad before his dad had, had passed away. But that particular day, it came to life, and his sermon, I don't know what the title was, but he said, I know you're going through some things today, and I thought, yes, we are. <laughs> it was like he was talking right <laughs> to me, right, right? right? And then he said, he goes, but you know what you need to do? You need to stop telling God how big your mountain is and start telling that mountain how big your God is. Amen. And I mean, I looked at my sister, I'm like, yeah. It was kind of like just that, that pat on the back we needed to go, I know this in my heart, but it's hard right. to walk this out when you're so sad. Mm-hmm. And so that meant something to me. And and so from then on, I'm, I'm like loved them because it was just the word in season. And there's been many pastors that have impacted me over my, over my life. Um, growing up in the Free Methodist Church, our pastor, I mean, Daryl Hill was amazing. He just did so much for me. I, um, they kind of gave me that foundation of faith. Mm-hmm. And then I had a privilege of, of living and working in Texas for about 10 years. And I worked for brother and sister Copeland, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. And I mean, just what a, it was like going to Bible school, getting to work there was amazing. And then I, I love me some T.D. Jakes. I love. Me too. Oh, my goodness. Every week. <laughs> wow, do I love him. Yes. I got to be at Joel and Victoria's church and sit down in front. And he, it, he was a special guest that day. 
Oh, it's and amazing. Oh, and it was such a good sermon. He was talking that you would love this. I've got the CD also to share with you. It was so good. He was talking about how, you know, and the Bible says that he, God says, I'm the God of Isaac, Jacob. He goes through all that, Abraham, right? Mm. But you always wonder, why would he say, why wouldn't he say his new name? Mm. Why wouldn't he say Israel? Why would he say Jacob? Jacob. Because Jacob was not that, that was before he was, yeah, why yeah. would he? And I, and I thought that is, I've never thought about that when I read that in the scripture. And Brother Jake said, he goes, because all of us, Every single one of us has a little bit of Jacob in us. Mm. I thought, oh, that's so good. Doesn't that resonate? Because we've all yes. failed. We've all been all deceivers. Been we've all right. messed up. And so we all have a little Jacob. And so I think God intentionally said that, use that name, not Israel, because he wanted us to know, I still love you even then. Right. Oh, that was, I mean, I was in the front when he was preaching. I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> that's Jake's. You yeah, know what I mean? Right? That's just the Jake's so for you. I love, love him. Yeah. So, Michelle, where can people get this book? When is yes. it? It's out already. It just came and out so. a couple weeks ago. You can get it, uh, of course, Amazon, mm -hmm. Barnes & Noble online. Um, it's in many of the Christian bookstores, you know, the, 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 the independent stores. Um, I've seen it several places. So we're just telling people, look, and you can order online. That's probably the easiest way to get it. And then also Cokesbury, you can get it through there. And my website, michellemedlockadams.com or bethanyjet.com. We also have it on our websites. Awesome. So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, this I had a great wonderful. time. Thank you. Please come back. I would love it. And blessings to you and your new book. Thank and you everything. so much. All right. I'm Brooke Gurley, and this has been Ambo TV.